nobody around me was talking about therapy. Ooh, I would tell wow. all of my friends I'm depressed. Not one friend said, hey, maybe you should try therapy. And this wow. is a, that, that's the problem in our community. We don't even know wow. what to say to people. Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. And if you're listening to this podcast right now on a podcast streaming platform, I just want you to know that this episode is actually uploaded on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. So if you'd like to do that, please head over to YouTube, type in Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. You can type in the episode number or the episode title and the episode will pop up. Please, please, please do us a favor, regardless of if you're going to watch the episode on YouTube or not, subscribe to our channel, Express Yourself Black Man. That is where the platform is moving. Right now, we are heavily based on Instagram. And while that is dope, Instagram does not pay us for the content that we post. So that means we spend hours making content, which helps you guys, but doesn't really help us to build a platform outside of building new followers. And while that's great, it's not enough. So please head over to YouTube. That way, it's a win-win for both of us. You guys get extra free content and we get paid for the content that we post while also having the opportunity to have a larger impact and a larger reach to the black community. So if you rock with us, if you support us, if you're interested in helping us further the platform, please take some time out of your day to subscribe to us on YouTube. Express yourself, black man. I'll give y'all a couple seconds to do that before the episode actually starts. Regardless of what you decide to do, I appreciate you for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Takeover with your girl, Shay McCray, here on FUBU Radio. And of course, you know we are inside the room with State Representative Brandon McGee. But Brandon has a special guest. And as we reflect back from last week, just touching on mental health, here we are bringing awareness to men with mental health issues and just trying to bring some light to it and just be able to be comfortable to talk about it. So, um, B, I'm gonna yeah. let you do this. Go ahead and you yeah. know bring your friend out, friend out. You know what I'm saying? I Since got guys you. Stick together. You know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> as I as I said in 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 our earlier opening, that hat is fire. I like you that know, hat. I tried Appreciate to bring some um, some light to this. You know, yeah, this is and it's and it's red. I see, I see you. I see. Well, you. I didn't tell you prior to late the story. Let I'll let Kizu um hear this. The story is from my late brother, my our late brother who passed away just shy as four months ago. He made this hat. So mm. I just when I miss him, I just embrace things that you know I have that's personal to me from him. So that's why that's I have what's this up. Hat <laughs> but I think so. So we do have an amazing guest inside the room today. Um, on the takeover, and as Shay already said. And Shay, you hit the nail right on the head. We've been on this series of, of talking about the importance of, of our mental health, specifically Black men. And, you know, I mentioned a few shows ago that there is something about Black men and, and having this sort of fear of, of therapy or, you know, just help. 
And I, I happened to be on social media and one of my fraternity brothers shared this, this post that was by this guy. I didn't know who he was at the time, but it, it, it just read express yourself black man. And I found myself every single day reposting any of the content that I came in, in contact with, but it became personal to me. And it was one quote in particular, and he's actually wearing the hat today that said, it is okay to, to not be okay. And that resonated. It resonated a lot. And as you mentioned with, you know, our, our mutual brother, Tylon, there were days when I, I, I would just act like things were okay, but in essence, it was not. And I had to really tell myself that it's okay to not be okay. And so that being said, we have on the show today, Mr. Kizzle, he'll, he'll give you the backdrop of his entire story, but Kizzo has a very unique story. He has a unique business that he's, he's, he's managing right now in addition to a full-time job. And he also just recently wrote a book. But before we oh, jump wow. into all of that, Kizzo, welcome. Welcome to Inside the Room on The Takeover. What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm what's happy to up, be here. What's up? Just jump right on in. Talk, talk to us. Yeah, Tell us a little yeah, quickly about on. your story. Um, absolutely. So do we have a few minutes? Because it's going to take we a We got a few minutes. You okay. got a while, baby. Do your thing. Let's All do right. this. We, we, know, we know how to uh, <laughs> ask questions and slow you up or speed okay. you up. So we got you. Yeah, you got I you. I love it. Go ahead. I love it. So, yeah. So thank you for the introduction. My name is Kizzle. And honestly, the reason why I got it started with Express Yourself Black, man, it starts about four years ago with me battling my own mental health issues. So in 2017, I had just got out of a relationship and I was in a relationship from the ages of 14 to 19 at that point. So from high school going into college, which I was in at 2017, I was in a relationship. And in college, the relationship really started to fail. And I was wondering as to why the relationship was failing. And it was really based around my insecurities, but at the time I didn't know that. And so the, we end up breaking up in 2017 and I end up falling into this big, like deep depression. And I'm having a hard time just understanding who I am at the moment. And so it's really hard for me to like, just be myself because I didn't know who I was. Like I said, I was in a relationship from 14 to 19. And I spent a lot of my time just engulfed and just trying to figure out how to make her happy, trying to compromise and do those things to make sure the relationship will work. So that mantra that, you know, we live by sometimes happy wife, happy life, right? Which kind of destroys us of actually being able to prioritize our own selves as men. That's a show um, in and of itself. I, I wow. Don't that. Right. But right, anyway, right. keep going. Yep, right. And on. so that's kind of the mantra that we all kind of grow up on, which is like, you know, happy wife, happy life. It doesn't really matter what you're dealing with as long as your your woman is good or your partner is good you should be fine right like you deal with yourself second and so that's kind of what I lived under in that relationship on top of me having my own insecurities as a man and stuff and so when a relationship ended up failing I ended up having this deep question of who am I right like and I just couldn't answer it like I, I had a very hard time answering it and so that led to like this spiral of depression because I was really searching for myself while also trying to fill the void of not knowing what it felt like to be single and not getting some kind of love and attention from another human being, right? And so 2017, I'm really doing a lot of self-reflection. Um, I'm understanding, like, it took me being months of being, like, depressed for me to actually understand that I was depressed, right? 
because at first I was sad and frustrated and not understanding that that was actually going like that was actually me being depressed in the moment. Like I didn't know that that was actually I was actually depressed. Mm-hmm. So I'm sad and frustrated for months and just I would go to school and I would be fine and I would come back home and I would just be upset and sad. And what they call that is functional depression. And this is not like mm. a scientific term, but it's actually something that is widely accepted as uh, a thing. It's called functional depression, which basically means that you can function, uh, you know, in society normally and people, everybody will think you're fine, but in private, you're actually suffering. And so that was me. And like, I had- Well, Kizu, I'm gonna I'm yeah, actually cut yeah. you off right there mm-hmm. before please, we move further. Please, please. Yeah, I know a lot of times, it seems simple, like, oh, I didn't realize I was functioning. I was just depressed. Could you help give us some of the signs that helped you identify that mm-hmm. it went from just being functional or just being sad or, or mm-hmm. upset to really you were actually depressed? Right. So for me, right, and, it, and it's different for everybody, right? So I actually put up a post the other day about, like, here are 10 signs that you may be depressed, right? So for me, my signs were having energy to take care of other people but not having energy to take care of myself, Mm. right? So when it came to me and like what I needed to do, like that was always like, man, I'm good, right? But anybody else, I'd be like, all right, cool. I can, I can, I can kind of find the energy to do that. Some other people really don't have energy to do anything. They can't even take care of themselves. You're you're absolutely right. Right. They can't even take care of themselves, but that's not functional depression though, because that would just be depression. Functional depression means that you can kind of operate still. Right. So put that mask over that. Right. You put the mask. Exactly. Right. You put the mask over it and you can go out into the society, into society and operate as normal. And when you come back home, you're dealing with all the stuff that you didn't want to deal with. Right. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that you tried to mask. Now you have to take the mask off because there's it's only you and, and whoever else is in your house. And for me, when I was coming back home to take it back to my story, I was living in an apartment by myself. So I go to school. I come back home. And I'm just like, dang, man, like I'm with my thoughts. I'm just always constantly thinking about the mistakes I made. This is this is another a sign. Just continuously replaying situations over and over and over, mm-hmm. knowing that there's nothing that you can actually do about them. But you continuously replay them over and over and over. The best way that I can give you uh, like the best kind of example I can give you is like you ever have an argument with somebody or something happens and you're like you think about it after it happens. and You're like, dang, I should have said that. Right, like that would have been a good one. Yeah, that would have been. Man, I would have got them. Man, I would have got them. Right, like I'm so mad. I ain't say that, man. Mm -hmm. That's literally what it was for me. But it was Mm. for situations that happened like six months ago, eight months ago, even up to like a year ago. Right, and I'm just replaying it over and over and over and over again. There's nothing that you can do. Right, there's nothing that you can do about that. So like literally, like me having energy to help other people and not being able to help myself not wanting to be at home because mm. I didn't want to have to continuously relive things that I had experienced in the past. Always mm. feeling like I always feeling like I like always reliving things basically is another is another was another sign for me. And then also losing interest in things that I found interesting before, like like watching TV or like sometimes talking to friends or like maybe fantasy or basketball. Like these are mm. things that I would you know, normally be interested in. But at the time I was just like, man, I don't want to do any of this, man. Like, I really don't want to, I'm not interested in any of this because I just lost, like for me, like I lost sight of like who I was and what made me, me, man, everything just kind of like around that time just felt like, what's the point? 
Like what's the point so, doing it? So yeah. at what age did you actually turn the corner and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, said, all right, I need, I need to figure out something here. Right. Come to term with myself. The relationship mm-hmm. is now over. Mm-hmm. How did how did you how did you get to this whole express yourself? And I don't want to go too fast, but no, no, when no, did no, you yeah. make that? When did you make that that turn? You're 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 on the right track right here. Yeah. So for me, it was it was still 2017, but what ended up happening was I hit basically like my rock bottom in that year, mm. and rock bottom for me was suicidal ideations. Like literally, suicidal ideations is like thinking about suicide. So I I didn't actually go out and decide that I wanted to engage in suicide. But I did remember saying to my friend, like, yo, I don't want to be here anymore. Like the way that I always put it is if God came down and said to me, hey, you got two decisions. You can either stay, live the rest of your life, or you can go right now if you feel you like out. you're done. Mm. I would have been like, yo, geez, I'm out. Out. we out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> out right now. Let's go. Like, let's go right now. That's how I felt, right? Wow. Literally. And so once I realized that I was like, yo, it's not normal to feel this way because that Mm -hmm. felt so normal to me that I honestly forgot that I never felt I hadn't felt like that before in my life because that's how engulfed I was in it. So I literally honestly forgot that I had another whole phase or years of my life where I never felt like not wanting to be on earth. I remember mm. sitting in it sometimes, like sitting in the depression sometimes and, and wondering like what it felt like to not be depressed, honestly. Mm. And so this is some of the things that people struggle with. And so for me, like once I hit that rock bottom, I was like, OK, I need to do something because this is not like what, what's going on right now is not working. So it took a mm. lot of like willpower and strength for me to kind of like start figuring out ways in which I could feel better. And some of those Mm. ways were really just coping mechanisms at the time because I didn't know how to really properly heal. And at the time I wasn't going to therapy and therapy wasn't an option. It it, it didn't even seem like an option for me. And this is the reason why I stress therapy so much with Express Yourself Black Man, right? So at that time, what I decided to do was take up a skill, take up learning something new. And I just stumbled across that because I was like, you know what, I'm doing so much self-reflection. I don't know who I am. I might as well just try and learn new things and, and, and engulf myself in something else so that I don't feel engulfed in this, right? And that's mm. a coping mechanism because what I really did was take my mind off of it, but I didn't really heal, Didn't right? heal, yes. I didn't really heal. I just took my mind off of what was going on. And it doesn't make right? it better, yeah. It doesn't, it, it, it made it better for me to be able to deal with the day-to-day stressors and struggles and stuff. And I wasn't depressed, but at the same time, I wasn't dealing with the, root, the, the underlying issue of what caused the depression. And for me, it was insecurities and me seeking validation and love from women. Like that's mm. literally what it was. But I didn't take the time to do that work in 2017. So what ended up happening was I finally get to the point where I feel better about myself because I'm investing so much time and learning new skills. I'm building confidence in myself because I'm learning things. I'm learning new things like I'm learning graphic design. I'm learning Photoshop. I'm learning all these different things, web design. And so I decided at that time, like, you know what? I'm going to start a project called a Kizzle brand, right? And a Kizzle brand was a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. And so I started a Kizzle brand in 2017 after I started feeling better about everything. And I just came out and told people like, yo, I was depressed. This is what it felt like for me. And we need to talk about this more in our community because there's no reason as to why I felt like I couldn't even say anything to people. Like some of my close friends knew, but even then, like 
it wasn't as helpful as it was for me in 2021, like fast forward into 2021, 2020, going to therapy and actually talking to a therapist. I was going to ask, did you go to therapy at that point? Did you? No, no, I I didn't. Right. And so even me coming out in 2017 saying, yo, depression is a big thing in our community. We should talk about it more. I still hadn't gone to therapy. Right. But why, though? Yeah, I just there was multiple reasons. Right. Why? I didn't know how to start. First of all, I didn't know what to do. Right. Like Mm. what what do I need to do to find a therapist? I had no idea. Right. Like, mm. so for me, it was just this big like block. And then also on top of that, nobody around me was talking about therapy. Ooh, I would tell wow. all of my friends I'm depressed. Not one friend said, hey, maybe you should try therapy. And this wow. is a, that, that's the problem in our community. We don't even know wow. what to say to people. Right. I mean, at least at that time, I think now we're a lot better. But at that time, we didn't even know, like my friends didn't even know what to tell me. They're trying to help me like as if I'm wow. dealing with some kind of like sadness, but really it's deep rooted depression. Friends are not well equipped, equipped to help other friends with depression and suicidal ideations as much as we would like to, right? As much as we would like to, we are not as equipped as we should be to help, right? As, or as, as a, a therapist is to help. And so the, the answer hmm. that I always tell people, even when people DM me, I will listen for a little bit. And if, if the issue seems very deep rooted, and they have like a long story behind it, all these different things. There's only so much I can do for you through a DM. That's the whole so, reason why I wrote the book, right? Because let me, like, let me, don't jump into the book yet. Cause no, we're yeah, going to go on the second half yeah, and talk absolutely. about the book, absolutely. but I want to know. So, so what's interesting and, mm-hmm. and you can fill us in you, you're not a licensed uh, therapist no, at the no, moment. You no. are in route in pursuit of mm-hmm. becoming so like, why, mm-hmm. why so much? Is it because of your story and you mm-hmm. now understand the importance of sharing information? Like what, yeah. mm-hmm. what are you doing well, now? What you I say? think everybody want to talk to their friends. So they probably seen that he's opening up and they befriending him in their head. You know, we always got that friend in our head. So they're like, I'm going to open no, up to him, you know? No, I'm, I'm asking more or less like you're really committed to this, to the point oh, where okay. you're, okay. you're not, you're not licensed, but you are qualified based on your own gotcha. experience. Yeah. Right. Like right, what's right. keeping you locked into this wanting to pursue a career? Was mm. it just your lived experience? Or is it your lived experience plus what you now know yeah. as you pursue your your credentials and, you know, becoming this licensed therapist? It's it's a mixture of both, man. Like when I think about it, Got it. it makes me emotional because it's like I know I still know what it feels like. I can still connect with those feelings from 2017. Mm. Right. Mm. So I still feel that part of me like that part of me is never like really gone. It's just kind of subsided and taken like I, I understand like what was going on at that period. But I know. Like when I have the when I when I have the conversation with you guys and we talk about the story and all that, like I tell you exactly how I felt in that moment because I feel that right. And so mm-hmm. for me, that is one of the big reasons as to why I do it, right? Because I'm like, yo, I know what it feels like, and if someone feels wow. anything like what I felt in 2017, I want to make sure that I can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that mm-hmm. I can do whatever I can possibly do without, you know, harming myself or, you know, damaging myself to, to help that person. And that's the reason as to why I get on IG and I post three times a day, because it's like, yo, I want to make I want to make sure I catch you in the morning, afternoon or evening. You're not going to say you missed the post. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to say you missed the post. That's the reason why I stay consistent, because it's like, yo, I want to make sure I, I catch that person. 
right? Like, I want to make sure I catch you because like, you, you're you not going to say you didn't see it, right? That's mm. what we're not going to say. We're not going to say that you didn't see it. I want to make sure that I catch you in some way, shape or form with something. So like, for me, it's a mixture of both. And it also like, I get DMs from people that are like, yo, bro, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. I'm going through this breakup. Or my wife cheated on me or like, um, I'm depressed right now because like I had sexual assault when I was younger and I never got to talk about it. Like I had suicide, oh. like all these different things, these deep rooted things. And so for me, it's a, it's a mixture of both because I know our, I know our community needs it. Right. Like, yeah. So but Shay, he is in my mind and I hate to make this this correlation between the two persons, but he is the true. Essence of a Kevin Samuel, but a better one. So, mm. and, and, and here's what I'm saying. If, if you ever watched any of his lives and he brings females into a conversation, it's not to humiliate them. It is to better understand from a female's perspective on a particular issue or, you know, to gain mm. insight or to share information. Kevin Samuels. I don't know, B. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. I just, I beg to differ, but when we come back, we're going to get more into Kizzle and um, and then we're going to go into the book. Why I would you beg this, to differ? I don't see him bringing anyone down to bring him up. I think he's sticking oh, right no, there. Oh, no, no, no. You missing, you missing what I'm saying. I think, I think Kevin Samuels is trying to get to where Kizzle is. Kevin oh. Samuel is the only reason why he is where he is, is because of his negativity and his own little demons. He actually needs to come sit down and talk to you. I I was about to say, I, I think Kevin, him. I think he needs help. I think he's hiding and masking the 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 depression. The hurt oh, and yeah. the depression. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The whole, so, like, if you talk to Let's take this break. Let's take, take this break. break. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we come back, we have more. We'll be um, hearing more from um, Mr. Kizzle, right? Keep it locked. It's the takeover. Welcome back to the takeover with your girl, Shay McCrane. Of course, we are inside the room with state representative Brandon McGee. And if you guys just now tuning in, we are sitting here with the founder of Express Yourself Black Man, um, Express Yourself Kizzle. Mr. Kizzle is here doing his thing and teaching Kizzle us. Dizzle. Kizzle Dizzle. No, no, that's my word. See, you cheat. You oh, can't that's do that. <laughs> You, I, I have to say that I made oh. that up. We got to keep that on record that I made yeah. that up. You, you, see did. How we do that? you <laughs> did. But no, first of all, I want to say I thank you for just joining us and sharing your experience and, and, mm. and even speaking about it, because once again, Black men, especially, they hold back on expressing where they are mentally, where they are right now mentally, and if they actually really healed and what we can do about it and sharing that help. So thank you so much for sharing this. We, trust me, this moment do, will not go unrecognized because it is hard to get up here and you're doing it so freely and like, it's so easy, you know? <laughs> so, so Kizzle, from hurting to healing, a Black mm -hmm. man's guide uh, to, to filling, yeah. um, Talk, talk to us a little bit about that piece and what made you want to memorialize, put this in a book and actually right. share. I've been reading it. It's, it's for me, it's, it's heavy because I like to go back and reread again and reread right, right, and, right, and right. allow for it to reson uh, resonate. Talk to us a little bit about that, that book, that piece and how people can, can get a copy of it. It's an right. ebook. So like, right. talk to us a little bit about that. Absolutely. And so uh, from her in the healing of black man, God, uh, black man's got to feeling it's my first ebook. It has four different chapters, uh, one chapter on breakups, cha breakups, second chapter on depression and suicidal ideations, third mm -hmm. chapter on anxiety, fourth chapter on attachment styles. Each chapter is separated by two sections. So the first section is my story, which is mm -hmm. basically me talking about how I dealt with 
either breakups or depression, suicide, ideations, anxiety, or attachment styles, whatever the chapter's title is about, it's my story talking about how I dealt with that. And then the second part of the, of the chapter is how to heal. So it's literally steps that I took, research that I, that I found, resources that I found, tools and techniques that I learned from therapy all combined into a comprehensive guide for how to heal dealing with whatever the chapter is talking about. So breakups, literally I have a guide, things that yep. I went through and things that I've uh, done when dealing with breakups in, in order for me to move on healthily. Because a lot of times we talk about moving on and people aren't moving on healthily. They're doing nope. things that they shouldn't be doing or they're engaging in toxic behavior and stuff. And so the whole point of me writing the book was I started to see a trend when I had the community. People would DM me and they'll say, yo, bro, can you put up, can you make a post about breakups? I'm like, all right, cool. I'll make a post about it. Then three months later, I'll get another DM. And I'm like, all right, cool. Swipe down, swipe through the post and you will find that post. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't make sense for me to always have to repost it or like continuously send people to the same. And they post. were like long posts too. Right, right. And these are, these are <laughs> posts is like the, it, it's a carousel post. So it's a slide post. So it's like mm -hmm. 10 sections and you're going through and you're, you're swiping through and trying to find the information. So for me, it just made sense to put it all in a book because I know these are areas in which we all, struggle with especially black men we struggle with these areas a lot and a lot of times we just don't know exactly what we should be doing to deal with these things or or heal from these things and so i felt like okay i've dealt with all these things personally and i have the community and i know it's a demand that we have especially from our black men so i was like all right let's make a book about it let me talk about my story so people feel comfortable and know that it's okay for them to be dealing with these things it's okay for them not to be okay right and so that's what the my story section is about and then the how to heal section is, okay, if you're dealing with this and you're trying to find a way out or you're looking for other resources or tools or techniques, this is what worked for me, right? And so that's really what it is. And so it's really just a tool for, for Black men to have in order for them to find some kind of healing when they're dealing with these things. And the, and the main reason as to why I wrote it is because I was getting those requests from Black men. And I also wrote it for myself because in 2017, boy, I would have wished, I, I wish I had this book, man. That's really, that's really what I wish, honestly. So, so yeah, now just, I just wanted to finish. So the last, last part of it is people can get it on shop.expressyourselfblackman.com or you can go into my Instagram, click the link in my bio and then click her in the healing ebook and I'll take you right there. I, I was going to ask you, ask you this. I know you, you focus a lot on relationship and obviously the four sections of, of your, your ebook, mm -hmm. but given, given the, the year that we had in 2020, when you begin talking about like all the, the protests and the killings of black men, I read this, I read this quote a few shows ago, and I want to read it again. And then mm -hmm. the question I have for you, and I'll repeat it, but the question I have for you is, you know, given the racism that continues to just blanket our community and those who, I guess, receive the brunt of it, mostly are black men. Mm -hmm. Have you had anybody to reach out to you on dealing with sort of the anxiety, the stress, the stressors of, of just being a black man and how black men are to be other black men, brothers, keepers. But let, let me, let me just read this real quick. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's, it's by poet Prentice Powell. And he says, being a black man in America means being my brother's keeper. Being a black man in America means being my brother's keeper while keeping a distance 
from my brother because I don't trust him further than I can see him. It's believing the cops don't care about you. It's learning how not to doubt yourself because when you're born, everyone else already does. All right. And again, just in context, he wrote this following the fatal shooting um, of Michael Brown and Ferguson. And you made a post a few weeks back and it basically talking, it talked about how to coexist and how to support your other brother in their mm-hmm. space. And I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but help me to understand, have you had any men to reach out to you and be like, yo, do you have any tips or guides on how to manage through such high anxiety times in our, in our, in our world today, because of the race relations that we're all faced with? And if not, that's fine. Cause you, you very, you're very focused on what, what you do, but I just wanted to throw that in there. No, absolutely. I think it's a great question. I think it's something that comes up a lot, especially with the fact that uh, I think in our community, there's a heightened anxiety level, but it's become normalized. So it's not seen as heightened. But mm. I I understand that I have heightened anxiety just because of the fact that I've been to therapy and I know it's not normal for me to feel like if I go outside that there's a potential that I, I can die like mm. when I leave the house. But this is the reality that we all live in, not even just black men, black women live in it, too, and, and just in different ways. That's but right. As a black man, we live in this reality where we feel like everything is a threat. And so that puts us at a heightened level of anxiety, but it's become normalized because this is just our experience. And so literally the anxiety chapter, it doesn't speak specifically to that, but it does talk about social anxiety, which is what I have as a result of being robbed multiple times and then also just you know having the anxiety that comes from race and all that kind of stuff in, in the united states and so and, some and of you're things, in new york right yeah, and i'm in new york right and so you're not dealing with the best people <laughs> in the world right yeah. like you know right and so Shay, um, shay's a new yorker too by the way oh, yeah, so, 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 okay so you yeah. understand i don't even he was like rob a couple times like i remember i was robbed at four years old like i get Ooh, it wow. you know what i'm saying yep. yeah yeah and so wow. for me what came after that was like me just feeling uncomfortable with like leaving the house. Right. And I know that that uncomfortability never went anywhere. I just learned how to cope with it. Right. Mm. Like literally the first day after I got robbed, I didn't want to stay. I couldn't like not even didn't. I couldn't step foot outside of my house. I remember opening my door, wanting to leave. And I just my body literally was like shutting down like, nah, bro, what are you doing? Are you crazy? You just got robbed yesterday. Right. And so this is some of the stuff that we as black men live with. And this is why I push therapy so much, because we are dealing with a heightened level of anxiety, not even just for not even just because of the race problem in the United States, but also what's going on inside of our communities. We have brothers that are being killed. We got sisters that are being killed, family members that are dying. And so when you see all of these things, it becomes it starts to traumatize you. This is all trauma Mm -hmm. that we're not unraveling and dealing with. But back to the root of your question is. Some of the things that I do personally that helps me with my anxiety is meditation, meditating. Honestly, when I wake up in the morning, 10 minutes, I just do belly breathing and meditation and belly breathing is literally just breathing in, allowing that to go full into your, your diaphragm and like expanding your belly and then breathing out and then doing that for 10 minutes and just focusing on my breathing. Another thing that I talk about is also guided imagery meditation. And this is also this is all in the book, right? It's guided imagery meditation. Yep. Well, don't give them too much because um, I know I, I, I don't want to give mine. Yeah, yeah I, know, I don't know where they could get I'm the book just, at I'm again. Put that plug in. Yeah. Com. Go get the book. This last thing I'm gonna say is just guided imagery <laughs> that has also helped me a lot. But 
we also have to get to the point where we stop looking at each other as threats, man. Like mm. we look at each other as threats. And so that puts us at even when we're at this heightened level of anxiety, it makes it so much worse, which is why we see so much of the, the killings in our community and so much of the gang violence and so much of, you know, that 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 dude that lives down the block for me is an op. Like, how is somebody that lives down? Oh, the block I remember you, that. Right. Like how is someone that lives in your neighborhood and op? how just I because. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make sense. But this is the culture that we live in. That's now, where, where we it's live. Like, yeah. We're always against each other. And we don't mm -hmm. know how to create like one community that benefits from each other. If you don't have something then I have it and that we we coexist that way. Right. And so I don't know. It's we live in a heightened state of anxiety. And so and it's also hard for us to acknowledge that because we're not we're not doing enough self check ins and we're not going into therapy and we don't have the tools and techniques that we should have in our community. Well, I, I totally agree with you. And one of the things I always get is that I'm always on a defense mode or state. But I noticed when I went to your page, you you mm -hmm. you you relay a different message and you break it down for us. And if you guys do not know his Instagram, please go follow him. Express yourself, black man. Um, amazing, amazing content and the stuff that you can actually read between lines because you break it down for us the elementary way. And yeah. one of the things that stuck out stood out. To to me was the one of the posts you posted shy of six days ago and it talked about many of us are forced to survive because we've been mm. in survival mode most of our life and mm. I tell people all the time I'm not in defense I'm in the the survival mode mm. you know it's not like that was my whole life coming mm. from the streets of Brooklyn New York you're mm. forced to survive you know mm -hmm. and I love how you broke it down with the plants and the thorns and how right. the thorns are on the yeah. plant and mm -hmm. and um I can explain. And then you yeah. talked about mm -hmm. how, well, my mom already do this and do this. So why are you in defense mode? But it's something mm. we can't take down or break down when it's already right. planted there. Right. You know, so right. I wanted to bring light to that, to mm -hmm. the content that you post, because once again, you guys, amazing content, good thing. Yeah. Sometimes we could get the good therapy and the things that we read. You know, yeah. I read a lot. That's how yeah. I get my good stuff. I read positive and a great affirmations all the time to help mm -hmm. me move on. I mm -hmm. write down my affirmations on things that I want and things to be better to help mm -hmm. me move past some of the things like anxiety even as getting on the plane can be so so much for me sometimes at times mm -hmm. or just just not knowing what the next level are in your life so now you are here first mm -hmm. of all when, when do you graduate when you finish when can you say you're officially an, a counselor that can listen license? I, gotta, I gotta officially apply first so I'm doing <laughs> that. I gotta apply to school first so I'm trying to get in next semester so I'll probably be sometime in 2022 I'm trying to start Okay, uh, but hopefully it'll be like a year and a half from then. So I'm hoping by yeah. by 2024 the latest. Uh, so what's so your like, official title? You are a yeah. motivational speaker, personal development, mental, mental health, health advocate, personal development, self development, yeah. whatever you want. Like, I'm just a, I'm just a brother trying to help, man. That's, that's yeah. Really so with that, that leads me to my next question. You mm -hmm. talked about you put on the mask by helping so many people in the midst of your depression state. Right. Mm -hmm. But all I hear now that you still continue to help others and stuff. Mm -hmm. What is it that you're doing for Kizzle? What right. do you do now? Beautiful question. So if we're going to rewind back to the story, 2017, I get depressed. I didn't really deal with what was what was going on at that time. I started Kizzle brand. Fast forward to 2020 pandemic happens i'm in another relationship because remember i got depressed because i was in a, a previous relationship that that failed mm -hmm. i get into another relationship and that relationship for me i stayed in way too long just because i was seeking that external validation and love still because i never really healed i ended up 
getting cheated on. I found out and we broke up. And so then I got to the point where I was like, yo, all women are evil because there's no way that I got cheated on. Right. And so that was a thought process that I was having at the time. Like all women are evil. And I know maybe I shouldn't have wore this red hat. You probably see just none but thorns. No, no, no. I'll just get I'll just get it. Right. So I get to this point where I'm like learning all of these negative behaviors. Right. And I'm starting to absorb the kind of like Kevin Samuels, like kind of. Yeah. Right. And so I decided like, yo, this ain't me, man. Get yourself into therapy. Luckily, one of my friends had just started therapy, so she knew the process. Right. And we were kind of talking back and forth about it, especially since I had started the Killer Brand. And so I get into therapy. My therapist is a black woman. The first thing she starts telling me is like, how are you going to get into another relationship if you think all women are evil? And so that kind of destroyed that thought right then and there. Right. And then I started dealing with all the other trauma, me not mm. feeling like I got enough affection, my attachment style, all that kind of stuff. And so I'm still in therapy to answer your question. What am I doing for myself? I'm still in therapy. The whole reason why I started expressing yourself black man is because once I started going to therapy, I started realizing all these things, all these tools and techniques that I was learning. I was like, why don't we talk about this? Like, yo, this is dope. And so I started going on my personal IG and telling people. And then one of my bros was like, yo, bro, start a podcast. And that's how Express Yourself Black Man started was just a podcast. And then I was like, you know what? Let me add that to the IG. And, that, and then the IG kind of took off. So, yeah. so let, let's let's stay right there with the whole mm -hmm you know, your evil thoughts about some of these horrible yeah, yeah. female. <laughs> some of those so, horrible, those horrible females. Just horrible. So, so, <laughs> so a few days ago, you hosted a live reconciling between or reconciling oh, between yeah. men and women. Fill uh -huh. us in just real quickly. Like, yeah. what did you get from that conversation? Because I think you also invited a really cute female to come on and y'all no, would talk. She, yeah, she invited me, but yeah, yeah, no, go Oh, ahead. yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Get it right, get it right. Get it right, get it right. Okay. my bad, my bad. B Kizzle was wrong. No. No. <laughs> so, so like, tell me, tell me what that was like. Like, what did, where did y'all land? Really quickly, Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes, we landed on the fact that we need to talk to the opposite sex more. You guys are doing it. Yeah. Literally what you guys are doing is what we should be doing. A lot of times what happens is we, we mingle in the same crowds too much. And All so we have the same kind of mindset and thought process. Who yeah. is Kevin Samuels talking to? A bunch of men. Who are those men talking to? A bunch of men. So now your, your perspective is skewed. It technically is skewed because all you're getting is insight from men. How yeah. can you have a holistic view on the world when all you talk to are men? men. And that's no, the reason, right. and that's the reason why I talk to women so much. Like it's expression of black man, but like, some of the last four podcast episodes have been with one. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you had another one, you know, black men hold the men in your life accountable for their healing. And you mm -hmm. had CC on. Mm -hmm. I don't know who she is, but I'm looking. She looks like Cardi B. She's really cute. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that conversation like as that well? I'm sorry, I'm just skimming through, but no, it's no, like no, no, all yeah. kind of relevant yeah, to, yeah, no, to the absolutely. conversation. And so for me, what it is, is like I started realizing I didn't know enough about woman and their experiences and stuff and so for me like me me talking to woman started way before i started the page but it wasn't mm. me talking to woman to try and get anything from them it was just me talking to woman because i'm like yo how, what i do need to understand what do you this. think about yeah like what do you think about this because my bro was telling me this but i don't know and so once i started getting it from the source like woman i was like wait my bros is wrong like they tripping so that's when I realized, like, OK, we don't have enough information about each other. Right. Like mm -hmm. we just don't get we don't understand each other. There's a communication issue. So Cece and I were talking about how it's important for us to all take accountability 
for our healing. That person harmed, that person hurt you in the eighth grade. And now you feel like you can't talk to anybody from the opposite sex or that they're only bad people in the opposite sex and the opposite sex. That is a problem. You That's need to a problem. take accountability to heal. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times what happens is people say, well, why do I need to be accountable to heal for something that somebody did to me? And it's mm. like, OK, I understand you were hurt. You were traumatized. I get it. Right. But at the same time, if you don't take accountability to heal, you are literally stunting your relationships in the future because in the future yeah you, you have a skewed yeah. perspective on the opposite sex because that's why i don't group people i don't group men mm -hmm. i don't group women i don't group age groups yeah. i don't like i don't group color i'm gonna be honest mm -hmm. with you i know we they're you know obviously in the I state group, of the world i group right color now. i group I, I, you color. know i mean you gotta think about it. i came from a biracial you know family you know Man, so I it's group, hard it's that's hard true to and group i group color, biracial people you know Please, Kizu, let us know one last time how we could follow your journey, how we could keep up with that, the get podcast, that book. get that yes. book, mm -hmm. and so many other things. Give me your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So on Instagram is Express Yourself Black Man. Exactly how it sounds. Excuse me. Exactly how it sounds. On a podcast, it's Express Yourself Black Man. You literally type that into any podcast streaming platform, and you will find it. We're also on YouTube. Express Yourself Black Man. We have the last five podcast episodes on YouTube. I'm planning to take the YouTube to another step. So I'm going to start making some of the content that I make on IG. I'm going to start putting that into YouTube videos. So like interactive videos talking about healing and that kind of stuff. So definitely well, are you to the YouTube. just, just mm -hmm. one um, yeah. quick, quick question. Are you trying to reach out to our younger black men on uh -huh. like the mm -hmm. TikTok platforms, et cetera? Uh -huh. Only reason I ask is I just, I, I really, I'm really concerned and maybe this is a whole nother conversation, but I'm just concerned. A lot of our younger black men that they're, they're literally living on these smartphones right. and mm -hmm. there is a, a disconnect with their yeah. mental health, their reality, right. social cues, right. like everybody's to that, yeah. living to be a little Nas X or, you know, mm -hmm. any of these famous by the way, I was going to say you kind of look like him, but I hope not to offend you, but you do. No, I, don't I don't know if you get it a lot. I don't mind. No, I don't get it a lot. <laughs> okay. Ain't nothing wrong with Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah, Listen. Yeah. He, he's a handsome dude. I don't think dude. so either. He just causes a, causes a lot of, he's a troller. He, 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 he loves it. it. He's a troll. He, that's his business. Yeah. He's like yeah. six nine, right? Remember how he get Takachi? Like how he came out, you know? Oh, mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he's yeah. six nine? I thought he no. was short, but no, I know what you're talking about. You're so silly, but no. Also, I I, I want to ask just briefly: Do you ever get tired of talking about mental health or awareness? Nah, I don't. I'm passionate about it. Like it'll be okay. different. It'll be different if it was like my job. Uh, my job, I get tired of mental health. And I that's what I was think, trying yeah. to pull out earlier: the fact okay, that okay. you're not even like, not this to not discredit. If, no, yeah. no mm -hmm. it, it is your job. It's your mm -hmm. calling. But mm -hmm. you you haven't gone to like some school to be certified to hold right. online no. therapy mm -hmm. sessions. You're saying, no. look, I'm giving you what was given to me and mm -hmm. it's helped me. Here you go. At some mm -hmm. point, I'll professionalize this. But this is my passion. And you're yes. literally helping people like, yeah. right, you know, Absolutely. so yeah. that's what's that's up. more so, yeah. reason to tap in to him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's here to help you not hurt you, you know, so yeah, um, we just make sure y'all like buy it. his book so he can do yeah. more content and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Express yes. your yes. man. I'm mean, express your man. Black man. Express yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Dot express com. Yourself, black man. Express Shop. yourself. Black man. Shop. Shop. Express yourself. Black man. Dot com. All, all the, right. got merch as well on there. 
I know that's right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. You guys keep it Take locked. Care. Don't go nowhere. It's the takeover. Thank you, guys. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode. I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So I really hope you got some valuable insight. And I hope I helped in some capacity, whether it be through the platform or the podcast. If you'd like to support for free, you can like this video if you're on YouTube. Or you can share and subscribe regardless of what platform you're listening to the episode on. If you'd like to support monetarily, now we're talking. You can go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com and get yourself some merch. We have a hoodie, we have sweatsuits, we have shirts, we have hats. We also have an ebook on how to heal, where I discuss breakups, depression, and suicidal ideations, anxiety, and attachment styles. I go in depth about my story with dealing with all of those things, and then I explain how to heal in an easy guide. It's easy to follow. It's easy to go from reading to implementing. So if you're interested in that as well, it's in the shop. The book is called From Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Guide to Feeling. So consider supporting monetarily, but regardless of how you support, I appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. Sometimes I know you feel like you ain't got nobody to speak to. Shoulder to lean on somebody you could preach to. No, you need to hear it, my brother. I love you. We got way too much to live for. We got way too much to live for. When we get it, all we want more. When we get it, still we want more. I know it's hard, but you just gotta push on. Only Brody, I was trying to bring you. Tell me how you feel it was. Did you know that you were alive? But this earth feeling like you.